So I just want to do a quick commentary on uh, this ERCOT um, meeting, uh, LFLT. I think it stands for Large Flexible Load Task Force that they've created. And this was my first time sort of observing this meeting. And um, it was very odd. I didn't stay for the whole four hours. It was incredibly boring, incredibly inefficient. Uh, but just from my initial observations, um, it appeared to be a working group meeting where ERCOT basically had these issues that they they had, like with these flexible load resources, these issues they were trying to work out, these, these um, I guess, items that they wanted to address. And you had... Um, um, you know, there were like 140 people there and it appeared like, you know, a lot of them from, were from PUCT, this, uh, reg other regulatory body that works with ERCOT, ERCOT itself. And then like industry, like, um, utilities basically. So, um, in Texas you have, um, Austin energy, which is basically, I think the city of Austin sort of, um, and then you have on, I've heard of Encore, I've heard of a bunch of other ones. And, and this one slide really stands out. Um, so what they did is they had this huge spreadsheet and they spent about 30 minutes in the beginning talking about how they shouldn't be using a spreadsheet, just a complete waste of time. But, you know, I'm coming in this like completely blind. I don't know what they're talking, but they have these issues in the spreadsheet that they want to address. And when they get to the first issue that they have, the load shedding responsibilities by by sector or by group or by um, by gener by um, I guess it's customer because so they I, I noticed that Encore, which I I had never heard of them before, but they're apparently you know like a utility company. They basically sell power to retail. They're supposed to account for 35% of the load shed whenever ERCOT needs to, like, basically reduce the demand of power. So they have to tell the power company called Encore that, that basically, you know, has customers they're supposed to serve power to, hey, you have to just, like, shed this load. That's what happens when you have a blackout, is, like, your energy provider is saying, um, we don't have the power to, to give to you. We just have to like take you off. We just have to take you off the grid. Like basically this is what happens when your power gets shut down, right? Is the, this company is saying, uh, we, we, there's no, there's no power being delivered to us or we can't buy it in the market. Um, even if we've contracted out this, this rate, it's just not being produced, right? And this could, could happen because of you know, solar wind or, or something has gone down for whatever reason, power's not there. They have to, they have to shed their load. And so ERCOT has this little handy chart about which region of the, of the Texas grid, like they have all these different major Metro areas. Um, and some of them like control, um, I think like the city of Austin, city of San Antonio, these, these, these basically never, um, let a private entity come in. These are basically like city run, but then they have, you know, like LCRA and they have 
something called Encore, which is like 35%. So I'm imagining these, this Encore somehow is just a huge player, maybe the biggest player in Texas, because they're responsible for shedding the most load. I have no idea where Encore is. I've heard of them, and I've, I've, I think even Austin people have have them because I remember during that huge um, storm, uh, people you know in the Austin area, or well maybe not Austin, I guess in Texas in general because people were tweeting about it. So in Texas in general, uh, tweeting about Encore, um, giving them basically shutting off their power. So yeah, I don't know where Encore is, but I guess it's a it's it's. It's 35% of the grid, basically, is what I'm coming to terms with. Um, you know, like small cities like Bryan College Station was like, I don't know, 1%, 6%. No, not even. So San Antonio was 6%. I, I thought it would be higher. Um, Houston was was obviously high. Uh, but but so what happened is they, they showed this little chart from like 2021. And it showed ERCOT, load, um, shedding percentage and all these different like power, power people, right? Power groups, power entities that were supposed to shed load and what percentage they had to take on. And then they said, okay, um, they didn't even say there's a problem. They just said, who wants to take this on? It's like, what is even the problem here? And so ERCOT was having this meeting on core, right? I mean, they they have to take like 35% of the, the, the load to shed. They're all and you can clearly see why they they volunteered because they're responsible for shedding the most load on ERCOT. So clearly they're like, yeah, we'll take this on. So so what they said is that, oh, well, okay, so Eric so ERCOT is gonna assign a a um, a group leader, uh, whoever volunteers, and it happened to be Encore Energy. To, to come up with a solution or come up with a framework for, deter, you know, coming up to a solution. And they didn't even say what the problem was. All they did, again, was, was throw up this, like, load resource um, a shedding chart, you know, and list who had to shed what load, which, you know, how, you know which, which entity had to shed how much of the grid. Um, and they basically said, okay you're going to be responsible for tackling this issue. Come up with a white paper. They literally, they literally use the term white paper. And, you know, I've only really heard this term in the crypto industry. So I wonder if they've adopted this term from them. But, um, but they said, okay, come up with a solution. Write up what, what you think the issue is here. Um, and, then, and then anyone that was on this meeting could, like, talk to the people in charge of, of this white paper, coming up with a solution. Uh, but but basically, this this solution then would be presented back to ERCOT, and then ERCOT would um, synthesize it, I suppose, and then and then at some future meeting uh, present it. So, in my opinion, what is ERCOT doing here? I mean, I thought they were the ones supposed to be coming up with these rules. They were the ones supposed to be problem solving. I get that they want to involve like industry players, but I didn't realize that they were taking their cues and solutions you know, directly from like the private market. Like I consider them the people that are interacting with ERCOT and that are on this meeting, you know, have something to gain. They're private participants. Uh, they're, in, they're, they're, they're basically going to be telling ERCOT their solution that works for them. And so, you know, 
this is just my initial impression. Maybe this isn't how every meeting goes, uh, but they're basically like, what work does ERCOT even do? If they're just like telling other people to go do their work for them. This is my impression. I didn't listen to the whole thing, but it sounded extremely, extremely inefficient, disorganized. Uh, I didn't know what the hell was going on. Um, and, and like, they're just letting other people like energy companies decide how they run the grid. I mean, so it's obvious to me why the Bitcoiners have so much influence here. I even saw a few Bitcoin names in this chat. Um, so I was half expecting this, uh, you know, and to be fair, I don't know what's going on. This is my first Ericot who jumped onto. So, and I didn't even watch the whole thing, maybe watch an hour, got really bored. Um, it, but I just want to see what was going on. And boy, I mean, it, it just appears like they don't do anything. They're just like pushing all of this work onto like private participants on the market. They're like, oh, you go figure out this solution. You go, you go figure out this task. And, and they're just like haphazardly other people like, you know, the first, the first slide, other people were like, Hey, I'd like to, I'd like to have some insight. I'd like to have some, um, some input into this white paper that Encore is going to be responsible for making and, and providing the solution to, to which entities should be responsible for what percentage of the load, you know, the load um, shedding that would happen in, in like the blackout situation or something. Uh, and, and they, and the was responsible was go coordinate with Martha. So Martha is the head of like, the ERCOT's, you know, it's not ERCOT. She's the Encore sport spokesperson, right? She's the one that volunteered Encore, the company assumes she works for, they're like, oh, God, yeah, go, go, go talk to her offline. Like, don't go through ERCOT, go through her. She's going to be in charge of coming up with a solution. She'll present this white paper back to ERCOT. But it's your it's your responsibility to just go talk to her and, and, and see if she'll work with you. Is I mean, how is that? I don't understand. Um, and this is just my initial impression again. I have no idea how this how this like ERCOT works. Um, and how they, they really interact with industry, with, with private companies. Uh, I'm just learning. I'm just giving my initial impressions of the first meeting I ever jumped onto. Uh, and, and that's all about, that's pretty much all I have to say. Um, it was, it was a four hour long meeting. I stayed for about an hour in the beginning. It was super, super boring, super, super inefficient and super, super confusing. So that's all I'm going to say about this ERCOT uh, LFLT meeting, which again, large flexible load task force meeting, um, which is basically this idea. Again, I didn't explain this at the beginning, but basically this idea that 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 um, ERCOT needs to be able to to treat um, consumers of power, large consumers of power, like a Bitcoin miner as a generator because they need to be able to shed load right shed load <laughs> and they want to be able to tell people to turn off when they want them to turn off because because of the way the grid is structured again they want um their idea is that they they can't control supply so they're trying to control demand and so demand is controlled two ways well um so demand is controlled one way it's basically I'm going to, I'm going to tell you to, to shut off. You know, when I want you to shut off, you're going to shut off. Meaning, um, you want power too bad. I mean, you're just going to be gone. Like we're going to shed your load. Meaning, um, we can't provide you the, the generation. 
uh, because we're going to leave it up to nature and to solar and wind and stuff like this. Uh, so we can't we can't guarantee how much power is available, basically the supply side. So we're going to control the demand, right? We're gonna we're gonna tell people they can't they can't have electricity when they want it. Uh, too bad. 